0: What's What's up, up, everyone? Welcome to Behind the Cargo Door. We are your hosts, Adam and Brittany, and we created this podcast to give you an inside look at what living and traveling full-time in a van is really like.
1: We share our recent adventures, van life mishaps, and what it takes to live
0: as a married couple
1: in only 80 square feet.
0: We are excited to have you join us on this wild adventure. So without further ado, let's slide open the door and welcome you in.
1: But before we do, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our weekly episodes.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back in to our Van Clifford. We are so excited to be sharing more of the story of how we made the van life dream to a reality. But before we dive into that, we cannot not to thank you for all of the love and support for our very first podcast episode.
1: Yes, overwhelming support. Thank you guys all so much for sharing it and listening. And I couldn't believe when we put uh, we put up those analytics on Instagram—five different countries. So that's super rad.
0: Yeah, I really thought that like maybe our parents would listen to this, and that was about <laughs> it. Um, of course, we hope that our stories, you know, add value to you and resonate with you. And we obviously want to share this with more people, but we did not expect the amount of love and support we would get on the very first episode. So today is going to be a little bit more exciting. We're excited to share this because we are just just two people who didn't give up. And we kind of shared on this last episode, but we're nothing special. We've got nothing, no leg up on anything. The reason that we are living this way now is we took a lot of baby steps over a long period of time, had a lot of setbacks, but we never gave up. And I... I'm a firm believer that if you believe in yourself enough and you're willing to put pen to paper and you're willing to fail forward, that you too can make whatever dream life that you have a reality.
1: Yeah, there's no magic fairy dust or anything that we've got. It's just determination, Um, never giving up on yourself or your dreams or goals and just finding, finding a way no matter what.
0: So the first thing we're going to share is where this dream was born, how we even like found out about van life. Spoiler alert, it was not on Instagram, surprisingly. (laughs) Uh, But before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that this took us almost three years from the time we thought "Huh, we could maybe live that way to the day we actually set off. None of it was easy. It was messy. Um, We both made career moves to make it happen. Not all the decisions we made actually moved the needle forward, though. Some of them actually moved it back. Um, We watched other people make it a reality before we were able to, which was really hard for us. We had times we were discouraged. We had times we just didn't know how we would make the next move. But I will say, never, ever, ever once did we look at each other and say, nope, that's it. We're not doing this anymore.
1: Never threw in the towel. Uh, So the dream was actually born middle of May, roughly in 2017. Yeah, like Britt said, this this was not something on Instagram that we saw or anything like that, which I'm I'm sure it was on Instagram, but we had no idea. Um, We were actually on our honeymoon in Hawaii on the Big Island. Um, We were on a secluded beach. There was maybe a dozen people there. Um, and we kind of just set up shop on a nice little sandy spot. We're enjoying the day. Dolphins are swimming, a couple people snorkeling out in the water. And then we also noticed this like group of five people and three vans. And I, I know we both were kind of watching them, but we didn't really say anything to each other about what was going on, but they just seemed happy. They were having great conversation. They were sharing food and stories and laughing. And we were just kind of observing from afar and realizing they have beachfront property from their home.
0: <laughs> yeah, and of course at this point too, we're like we're on a honeymoon and, you know, we're like we should move to Hawaii. Um and so, you know, watching these people and the community that they had seemed to build and the stories that they were sharing and the like pure joy on their faces was something I hope everyone noticed on the beach that day, but we kind of both silently on looked from each other if you will and it wasn't until that evening that one of us brought it up to the other we still don't know who was who and we just said like did did you see those people and
1: this is what i like to call dinner conversation we were which is a big thing for me like we were just sitting there across from each other and one of us brought it up and just yeah they seemed pretty happy they were like totally just vibing on the on the beach um enjoying the day and living in the moment
0: so then you know it was like hmm interesting but I don't think neither of us really said we should do that right in that moment but I think it was mutually felt and then it's funny because then everywhere we went we saw vans and we were like oh that's look at that That, there's another one hey did you see that one
1: yeah once we got even back to the mainland as Hawaiians say we were noticing vans all throughout the state of Arizona because surprisingly enough we still had stuff there
0: so before we kind of dive into more concrete realizing that we could live this way we kind of want to paint a picture for what life looked like back quote unquote home we were just finishing up a two-year travel stint and we had decided that we were going to permanently move our life to Denver Colorado Uh, we had been it felt like home was still Arizona but we were deciding that home was gonna be Colorado however I still had my car in Arizona We still had a storage unit full of things in Arizona, and we were flying back to Arizona from Hawaii. And so basically, once we landed in Phoenix, we decided we're going to get all of our belongings out of the storage unit and move it up to Denver, which I think shocked both of our parents because we had kind of like dabbled in the idea that we were moving to Denver. They knew it was a reality, but we had so many ties still in Arizona so when we got back from our honeymoon and we were like yep everything's coming with us they were I think a little shocked
1: yeah I think shocked is an understatement (laughs) they were they were not enthusiastic about it by any means I mean we said on the first you're you're an only child so your mom was probably a little angry and I know my mom was too
0: (laughs) but it was you know time to make that move official up to Denver and it's funny now looking back because we still were in a month to month lease. We were living in somebody else's basement and I had had a job lined up, but it there was a large gap. I think there was like five more weeks before I started. Adam was still working in a restaurant because that's what we were doing when we were moving every three months. And everything was kind of like all up in the air, but all in this same breath, we we're like, we're gonna live in a van someday.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we unloaded the storage unit Packed it all in a U-Haul, pulled your car through the Rocky Mountains with said U-Haul, and of course, it was a snowstorm (laughs) in late May.
0: So this is kind of when I started to like turn the wheels, and the first step, I guess, I took, and I think it was somewhat conscious, but definitely somewhat some sub- subconscious too, is I started doing health coaching. So I had gotten in shape for the wedding and was absolutely loving how I was feeling and wanted to spread that. But I also had just seen this van thing and was like, well, I need to be able to create a stream of income that we can do from the road. Should we make this a real, like, this is like such baby step of wanting to live the dream, but wanting to take steps outside of our comfort zone, outside of the box that we all live in, in order to make it a reality. So we got home from the honeymoon. First step was moving all the things to Denver. Like, I don't know, we just need everything in one place. And then second thing was, I need to start something that I can have a stream of income from the road.
1: Yeah. And I just needed a more steady paycheck than working in a restaurant. So I actually went back to sales and started working at a car dealership because I figured you know, what's a better way to make a bunch of money, you know, really grind than car sales. It's a lucrative business. So that's where I jumped in and just started making as much money as I could. Meanwhile, Brittany's behind the scenes working much smarter than me.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's so hard to kind of look back and think about all these little things that led to the big thing. But it was a balancing act for us as well, because even moving to Denver was a big step for us. We mentioned in last week's episode that Adam went to college in Wisconsin. I had stayed in Arizona my whole life, and his was, you know, more that like 18 year old like college decision. This was the first time we were setting off as, you know, I guess grown adults. I, I, I hardly see myself as that to decide to live in a new city. So it was, we were trying to build a lot of excitement around this new place we were calling home, but both of us couldn't stop thinking about this whole van life thing yeah. at the same, in the same moment.
1: At the same time, just thinking about a van and possibly living in it and leaving the city that we just moved all of our stuff to. It was a very interesting time.
0: The snowball kind of just started. We started to talk about it more. We started to watch more videos around it. We started to follow more people who were living this way. And we just could not shake the idea that one day we were meant to live in a van and travel as part of this one life we live but we also knew that it wasn't going to be in a shorter time frame because we were still trying to be really excited about Denver which ended up being great for us i mean
1: and we were recovering too from you know paying for a wedding and we had basically sold every you know everything we had that's where the money was flowing for that wedding and so by this time we were like well we got to re Re-up the savings. We got to figure out income. We got to do a bunch of different things first.
0: Yeah. So we paid for our entire wedding. And so basically, what we're saying is that we started to dream about a whole new big financial goal the minute our savings was down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think realistically, we kind of just both knew. A, we want to enjoy the city. We just decided to call home. But also, we, like, there's just no way. Like, we literally just spent it all on a nice, beautiful Hawaiian wedding. I mean, we have no regrets on that. But it was like, oh, man. (laughs) How are we going to do that?
1: No mountain is too big. So we just started chipping away one day at a time, really.
0: So the biggest... First move, I would say, is in February of 2018, Mm -hmm. I left working for the hospital full time. I still kept on PRN, which means as needed, because creature comforts, you just can't. But the reason I did that was I had found another job um, that was allowing me a lot more flexibility with my scheduling. And so that way I could continue to grow my health coaching business while still making a decent income to really build the van budget mm-hmm. uh but also looking past the budget knowing we needed a stream of income following the purchase
1: yeah that in that same about month and a half time frame i had then left selling cars to pursue a different sales job with medical equipment it seemed like it was going to be a position where i could make my own hours um, i was going to be making more money it was a smaller company, and I knew the guys that were running it, so it just seemed a little bit more intimate. But as life tends to happen, there's a huge hurdle. After about what six, seven, eight months, they were struggling to pay me. The insurance companies weren't paying for the prescriptions on time. They were taking you know six, eight, nine, ten months to pay out. It was a year of doing that and struggling and trying to figure out different ways of income. I mean, I drove for Lyft for a while just to try and supplement some of it and try to not lose any of my savings, but just trying to stay afloat.
0: Yeah. Not all of our decisions moved the needle forward, as I said. So this was one of the things that we thought was a move in the right direction. And only way to find out is to live it. And it was one of the things that we did that didn't, but it was a learning experience. And I think we grew stronger because of that. And I, I'm not going to say it wasn't hard. Um, I'm like getting all emotional. Um, it
1: was definitely hard. I mean, there were months where they I just wouldn't get paid. And my only source of income was driving Lyft, you know, 40 hours a week on top of the 40 hours of trying to sell medical equipment.
0: It was just one of those things where, um, sorry, we just felt like We were trying to think outside the box, but the box seemed really safe and we really just wanted to crawl back inside of it. Um, But we knew we had to keep pushing forward if we wanted to continue to make it a reality.
1: Yeah, because even during that time, I mean, we were still talking about the van. We were still looking, you know, occasionally on Craigslist and things like that. And we really did want it to become a reality, but it it, it just seemed like a mountain that we couldn't seem to summit but we didn't stop.
0: No. And I want to back up just a little bit here. So in October of 2017 is when we moved out of that basement and finally got all of our things settled. And we got an apartment in downtown Denver. So we knew it was a 10 month lease. I don't know why. Don't ask. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we knew by the end of that July that we probably wouldn't still be ready. And that was kind of as evidenced by some of the decisions we made, but also just like it just wasn't enough time to build up another I guess chunk of money if you will. Um, th- at the end of the day, this costs money, you guys.
1: So <laughs> just a little.
0: But we were we were starting to buy more into the idea that we can make it happen despite the obstacles that we were facing. So a little quick story. in November of 2017, I totaled my car. And we always threw out the idea. It'll take two years to figure this out. Like once we...
1: Yeah, magical two years. We had nothing, There was no, no concrete basis. evidence on yeah. this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when I total my car, as I'm pushing away airbags from my face, my literal first thought is, oh crap, I just ruined a huge piece of this van life dream becoming a reality. The car payments were going to be done by then and it was a Toyota, so I was planning on some equity and all sorts of things. But... This is just a little glimpse into if you believe so much into something, you're willing to do whatever it takes. So, we decided to lease a vehicle, and we did a two year lease. A because- short
1: lease, which is not ideal. Usually, dealers work you know three year deals, and two years obviously makes the payment more expensive. And we didn't. We were like, it doesn't matter.
0: This was a star-in-the-sky idea, but for some reason, something told us to do a two-year car lease. And I think there was other options out there, but long story short, before we even knew how we were going to do it, we were making small decisions in our life towards this goal. Basically, when the apartment lease is now redo in July of 2018, we're like, we will sign for another year, and now we're thinking, okay... In a year, we'll be able to make it happen. This
1: is the year where everything's going to come together, and that's a perfect timeline. We'll be going into maybe possibly building in cooler months, but not super hot middle of summer. So it's going to work out really well.
0: So this is when we first deadline ourselves. We're leaving August 1st, 2019, and this is May or June of 2018 because you always sign your, your new lease early. I think it's June. But spoiler alert. We didn't leave in June or July or August of 2019.
1: Yeah, just another hurdle. I just think that the time came and went. We just didn't have all of our ducks in a row. We maybe just didn't set priorities and goals good enough.
0: So this was kind of our make or break moment. I'm trying to paint the timeline for you without being too confusing, but my car lease wasn't actually going to be up till December of 2019. And so that was kind of the last glimmer of hope I had. It Well, you know, like way back then, we were obviously thinking December, but now we would have to sign a five-month lease. Or go
1: month to month.
0: On a very expensive apartment. So once we got the... Proposal, if you will, for re signing. Six months was priced pretty high, but not as ridiculous as we thought. And so we knew if we wanted to see massive change and we wanted to actually make this happen, we needed to take massive action. It lined up when my car lease was ending. We had already missed a deadline. We had watched other people, you know, on Instagram and start to like dream about it and already take off. And it was devastating for us but we were ready to take massive action to making it a reality
1: from there our new departure date would be february 1st of 2020 so we knew that in 2019 at some point we would have to have at least the shell of the van that was the initial goal we wanted to build ourselves so we started combing Craigslist, Cars.com, Auto Trader, you name the site. We were on it every day trying to find the right van.
0: And let me also add in there, I think we were always up for the task, liked the idea of building, but also the reason we were planning on building was we can't afford a revel or those <laughs> right. like already built vans that are pretty expensive. We had kind of already started to explore ideas of a totally different thing like we had a forerunner so we talked about a roof tent we talked about a travel trailer that we could pull we talked about getting a truck and doing a truck trailer we've we started to really I guess maybe we were losing a little bit of sight Mm -hmm. um and maybe doubting ourselves a little bit van was always still the goal but we started to get to a point where we're like well we're gonna make this travel nomad life happen no matter what
1: Right. Whether that was a van or a travel trailer or whatever it may be, we were exploring other options, but then the van just kept coming back to us. Every time we were just, no, this is the best way. You can stealth in cities. You you can't do that with an RV. So we got to stick with the van. And then we actually had a couple of deals fall through.
0: Before we get to that, though, I wanted to touch... Essentially, the plan was to buy it by the end of 19 and start to do some little projects like insulation and maybe framing the walls and start the electrical and things like that before the apartment lease was up. And then we thought we would be moving this project down to Arizona where our family is. We have a little bit more resources. You know, that's where we both grew up. And not to mention, it's just warmer there in the winter. So we thought we would have the van by the end of this lease, but we weren't going to really take off in it until end of March, mid-April.
1: That would have been really fun to do, by the way. uh, Build a van partially in the streets of downtown Denver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it's snowing. I mean, for example, we would have been purchasing it in this time frame. If you didn't know, we're actually back in Denver right now visiting, and it's 26 degrees here today. so.
1: So September and October was the hunker down months. We went and visited a dealership in the Denver metro area and test drove a Ford Transit. It was the exact van we wanted. It had, you know, 12 or 14,000 miles, if I remember correctly, but the numbers didn't work out. The salesman didn't really want to work with the numbers or do anything. And then there was another one down in Arizona that was also a shell and we were supposed to line it up basically with a friend of ours to go check it out and do an inspection at a dealership. And then he flaked out on it and it just didn't work out.
0: Even when we were ready to purchase, there was a couple things that just weren't going our way. And we just kept having things that, you know, should discourage people but we always kept pushing through we always knew that there was a reason so should we should we get to it finding <laughs> our van <laughs> the
1: story of cliff
0: so as we said we were scouring all the websites pretty much constantly from the moment we woke up to the moment we went to bed anytime in between life tasks we were looking for vans. So it was a Saturday night and we were both uh, just sitting on the couch because we were boring saving up for a van. Remember, we weren't doing much. (laughs) And I found this Red Ram ProMaster on Craigslist and I turned to Adam. It had been up for like a day and I was like, have you seen this?
1: Yeah, I thought we wanted a shell.
0: Well, so we're living in Denver and the Denver, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado area is van heavy pre- 2020 explosion mm-hmm. and so any van we found that was already built that was in our budget was not to our standards if you will and any build that was done that we would enjoy living in
1: was way, was out, of the budget. way
0: out of our budget so when we found this after you know we've done this research wheel for a long time so we see this and it's like mm, i don't know but I was willing to give it a try. I was just going to see if I reached out, if they seemed sketch or, you know, called me or seemed like ready to actually show it. And so I texted the number on the Craigslist ad, and he was like, "Yeah, you want to see it tomorrow? Uh, where do you want to meet?" Oh.
1: This is They're goodness. not asking for
0: a deposit. <laughs> this is this is good news.
1: You don't want my social security number first? <laughs> okay, I think this is a real one.
0: So, we set up to see it the next day. Of course, I had to work, and so we were trying to see it before the sunset, and that didn't end up happening, of course. <laughs> but we saw it, Tess drove it. it. Couldn't make a decision, like, right when we were all standing there, but as we drove home, we're like, we cannot let this slip. And so we called him.
1: We got to put an offer in tonight. Will we, is it too soon? Does it seem like we're too eager?
0: <laughs> Are we desperate?
1: <laughs> so we called him when we got home, and we were like, we want to buy it.
0: It was a kind of a little messy week from him accepting the offer to us holding the keys. We will talk about that later. If, anyone is out there listening and is looking to buy a already built van and needs some guidance on that whole process, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us because I know it's a unique situation and we had zero guidance. And so it was messy. We ran into, I think, three hurdles and it took a week to finally hold the keys. Thank goodness he was a man of his word and kept saying, the van is yours, the van is yours, because I was... We as were, anxious as I could be.
1: We were so nervous. We were like, can we give you a deposit? Can we like sign something? <laughs> we were trying to think outside the box to secure while we you know, basically filed paperwork.
0: Anyways, mm-hmm. basically, after a lot of setbacks, after pushing ourselves back on deadlines, after not really having a deadline, after a wedding where we drained our savings and needing to completely rebuild... This was a reminder that all of the little steps that we had taken, all of the deals that had fallen through, all of the painful moments of watching other people live our dream before us led us to this, this place and led us to the life of our dreams. And essentially, the only reason that we got to see the other side is that during all of those hurdles, we never, ever gave up.
1: Yeah, so if you're listening to this and wondering how the heck um, you know, other people make van life a reality, we want to leave you with this. Uh, you, you, two are capable, and you have what it takes. You just need to believe in yourself. Don't give up on yourself. And when it gets hard um, and you miss deadlines, just keep trudging forward.
0: Yeah, just know eventually you'll look back at all of those hurdles and those missed deadlines and the things that made you want to give in and know that they were there for a reason, that they weren't actually breaking you down, that they were actually stepping stones to get you to your goal. They were the path that you needed to take to finally make the dream a reality.
1: And if you already have a van and you're living your dream, hopefully uh, your path was a little bit easier than ours.
0: I I don't think anyone's path is easy. I think all of our stories are unique and I love to hear them all. I love to hear everyone's perseverance through whatever it was that set them back. And I love to hear how people make it work, how they make income from the road, how they just don't ever give in i mean i don't know how else to say it it's so easy to like crawl right inside that box of normal that like societal norm and if you're not living this way i just need you to know that everyone who is is not more special than you you are just as special as us but we all just took all the setbacks as stepping stones i'll say that again
1: i think that does it for this week next week i think maybe we'll do some polls and kind of get some opinions from our followers on instagram i don't know because we have a couple of topics in mind but
0: i think we're gonna let you guys decide we have a couple different topics that we're thinking of but we've always wanted to make you a part of this journey and so instead of us just deciding what we're going to share into your ear holes we figured you can decide what you want to hear
1: there she goes again with the ear holes folks
0: (laughs) If you don't follow us already, we're at Fenimore's More, and we will likely share that poll here in the coming days for what you want to hear next week.
1: Awesome, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and hope we inspired you a little bit to keep following your dreams no matter what they are.
0: Bye-bye. Later.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Cargo Door. We hope to always inspire you to choose the life of your dreams,
0: we invite you to join us inside our van every Monday. So be sure to tune in next week
1: to catch more of our adventures. Follow us on Instagram at Venomores adventure more.
0: And if you haven't already, please subscribe and share this podcast with your family and friends until then happy and messy adventures.